0: and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 on vision it's camille Majdali from faith in the future and teach all nations reporting to you from jerusalem i have been leading a very very exciting bible adventure tour through egypt jordan and the territories as well as israel itself and we've had an amazing time while in the land On the 6th of December, 2017, United States President Donald Trump, who is no stranger to controversy, made a simple statement that the United States of America recognizes Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Now, under any other situation or context, this would be an unremarkable thing. In fact, it wouldn't even be making headlines. When a country recognizes another country and establishes an embassy, That embassy is always put in the national capital. So, for example, in Australia, all our embassies are located in Canberra. All right, fair enough. But when it comes to Jerusalem and Israel, it's a whole different story. Because of the ongoing conflict between Israel and the Arabs, the world has denied or deferred recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's capital until the final status of the Holy City has been resolved. Here's a quick history lesson. Until 1917, Jerusalem's status has been relatively clear. In fact, until 1917, for the 400 years preceding, Jerusalem was recognized as belonging to the Ottoman Empire. But, of course, in December 1917, the British captured Jerusalem from the Turks, ending 400 years of rule, and Jerusalem's status became uncertain from that point onward. Who does the Holy City belong to? Does it belong to the Israelis? Should it belong to the Palestinians? Should it belong to both? Or should it become internationalized and technically belong to everyone under the auspices of the United Nations? These are some of the things that are meant to be resolved. But what is interesting is Mr. Trump really wasn't alone on all this. Back in 1995, the American Congress passed the Jerusalem Embassy Act overwhelmingly. That means if Bill Clinton, the president at that time, had vetoed it, it would have overridden his veto. And basically it said that the Congress recognizes Jerusalem as Israel's capital and that the embassy will be located there transferring it from Tel Aviv. So the president can postpone that move every six months to protect national security interests. And indeed, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack H. Obama have done precisely that. Every six months, they deferred the moving of the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem in the name of national interests. And so did Donald Trump in June 2017 and again in December 2017. Therefore, why is this the case? Bear in mind this, that Jerusalem was declared Israel's capital back in 1949, a year after the state was reborn. It was made retroactive to the time of King David. Jerusalem has served as Israel's capital from David's time for a thousand years until Jesus' time to the year 70 AD when the Romans destroyed it. The status of Jerusalem as capital has been mentioned frequently in the Hebrew Bible. It serves as the seat of government. Israel's parliament, the Knesset, the Supreme Court, government ministries, official residences of the president and prime minister are all located in Jerusalem. But once Mr. Trump made the announcement, there was harsh criticism, not only from people in the United States, but also from the Western world, And there were protests from Beirut to Jakarta. But what really is the issue here? Why all the fuss? Why do the nations of the world work themselves into a lather about a city that only has at most a million people, has no natural resources, just a few holy sites, is on not any major roads or ports or waterways? Well, I believe the answer is, actually relatively simple. It has to do with theology. Zechariah chapter 12, verses 2 and 3 speak about the time when Jerusalem will be a cup of reeling or trembling to the neighboring nations and a burdensome stone for all nations. Let me just comment that our group traveled through the land. We encountered no problems. We were one of 350,000 tourists from around the world going through the Holy Land. Daily life for the locals as well as for the visitors continued as normal with no interruptions or changes. We have felt perfectly safe. So yes, the country is open for business, but at the same time it's opening up for a prophetic challenge, if not collision, in the times ahead. So that's why I urge everyone, for the sake of all that live in the Holy City, Jew, Arab, Greek, and everyone else, to pray Psalm 122, verse 6, for the peace of Jerusalem. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia. And around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.